Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, our last instalment of our live reaction to the positions for 2024. Our very first look at it guys, we've gone through every single position, hooker, front row forward, 2RF, halfback and 5'8", we did together, and then CTW we dropped yesterday, a big, big dive there. The CTW and 2RF, probably the two most interesting ones for me, definitely the deepest pools, and uh, I think fullback, probably along with hooker. Probably the most shallow pools here. There are plenty of options, plenty of good options, uh, but not thousands and thousands of guys to, go, guys to go through. I think there's only 51 fullbacks available in 2024, uh, and a lot of them will not play first grade this year, and you know, a lot of them are just not genuine options. So uh, there's probably about 10 or 12 key guys that we've got to touch on here, and uh, I think realistically of those 10 and 12, probably six of them you will seriously consider. So we'll get stuck into fullbacks now. We've obviously covered a lot of guys in the dual position uh, CTWs that play fullback as well. And obviously, if it is a dual position guy at fullback that you can play at CTW, you're going to pick him at CTW because fullback is such a good position uh, that you don't want to waste duels there. If you can pick him at CTW, you do. I think same as if you can pick him at like 5'8". You want to try and do that. You have a look at last year, you could pick KP at 5'8", so it made sense to then be able to get another superstar at fullback. Uh, Things have changed a little bit this year. Let's start with the man in question, Kalen Ponga, 893K. Uh, It is a lot of bickey. He is priced at around about an 88 average from last season. That is a lot to take in. 88 average, 893 I have made the decision already that I will be bringing him into my side. I will be starting with KP. Uh, I just think he is a genuine superstar that you want. That Knights team, there really isn't that much changing. Uh, you will have a new right winger. I, you know, yeah, would they be better off at Dom Young? Sure. But I don't think it really changes KP's game all that much. That left edge will stay exactly the same. Uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon leaves. I believe they'll have Tyson Brazell out there, so I don't see much changing there. Uh, they keep the same halves. Uh, they got hookers coming in there that, you know, obviously uh, Braley's been there for a couple of years. Phoenix Crossland f- fit in like a glove last year. 
I just think Newcastle are in a really good spot to start the season well, and I think KP hits the ground running. I think the other thing with KP we need to keep in mind is that Last year he won the Dalian Medal. Uh, you got to remember, like he only he only played twelve games at fullback. Uh, his body it was completely different to what it usually is. He bulked up quite a bit to be ready to play five eight to defend in the front line. Uh, he went overseas for a couple of weeks, came back with no preseason or not a preseason for a fullback anyway. Uh, coming off a long stint out and just absolutely exploded. Uh, and I think it was very evident that throughout the season he he lost a bit of weight, lost a little bit of that muscle mass. And I think the KP that we saw round one. Uh, just when you eyeball him body-wise, he looked very different to the KP we saw in round 20. And I think that the KP we saw in round 20 onwards, I think that'll be the Kalen Ponga we see in 2024. I think he has a huge, huge season, and I will be starting with him. Uh, when you have a look at last season, when he moved to fullback, he got the goal-kicking as well, which is another huge plus. Um, once he moved to fullback last year, when you have a look at his season average, 87, 88, something like that. When you have a look at his average when he moved to fullback, it was 105. Um, at 893K, uh, there's cash to be made in Kalen Ponga. There genuinely is. I think he will average uh, sort of mid-90s next year. Could be higher, to be completely honest with you. If all goes well and he is fit, uh, KP could honestly push into that 100 sort of mark as an average for the season. So, Kalen Ponga, uh, he is a set and forget for me. I know last year, Timmy Williams, he paid a million dollars to get him during the season. I personally think there's every chance that 893 is the lowest KP will be at uh, for the season. Uh, there's a good chance he might dip below that, but I, I just personally can't see KP dipping below 800K. Oh, I think 893 is a good, fair price for him. Uh, we're actually given a little discount because of the time he spent at 5'8 and the games that he had injured and whatnot last season. So when playing fullback 105, um, you know, that's an 18-point swing. Uh, you know, they could if he just does what he did last year, which I wouldn't put out of the realms of possibility, uh, you're looking at, you know, gaining, you know, 150, almost 200K on Kalen Ponga. So for me, he is straight into my side. I will set and forget KP. Um, I'm not sure if he plays Origin realistically. Uh, Reese Walsh did a job last year, uh, did a very good job. I'm not sure if Billy makes that change. Um, and, you know, they've got the two hookers. So I'm not convinced that KP gets a bench spot either. So there's every chance KP becomes the must-have guy, the best player during the origin period. Um, there's a good chance KP is the best player regardless in Supercoach this year. So I'm grabbing him in. I know it's a lot of money to pay. I'm not going to think twice about it. Uh, KP comes straight into my side. Now, if you don't want to go with KP... You do have other options. Scott Drinkwater, he's at 851K, uh, finished with an average of 84 last season. Uh, he does need a lot of attacking stats to score well, uh, but, you know, that's what Scott Drinkwater does. Uh, his... You know, he scores a lot of points. He puts on a lot of big plays. So Drinkwater, I can understand, uh, but I would still rather have KP. If you give Drinky goal kicking, it's a completely different scenario, but he doesn't have it at the moment. Uh, and I don't see him getting it off Val Holmes anytime soon. So for me, it is still KP over Drinky. Uh, you have a look at Drinky's season last year. He started very, very slow. Uh, and then the back end of the season, he just absolutely exploded. Uh, finished with an 83 average. Uh, but in the first, few weeks, he went 59-1-70-49. You know, it took him four games to get above his season average. Uh, from that point on, probably from about round 11 onwards, 95-107-104-95-140-173-86-122-58-67-85-124, then finished with a 29 against the Penrith Panthers. I think Drinky's a good option, uh, but for me... 
the 50K that it costs to get to Kalen Ponga, I am doing that every day of the week. Tom Travojevic, uh, the next option, 833K. Look, I don't want to go too heavily on Tom Travojevic. You know what the reality is. Uh, you grab Tom Travojevic for 830K. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, he finished last season with an average of 81. Uh, that was injury-affected, obvious. Oh, I believe it was injury-affected, maybe. It wasn't actually because he got injured in the Origin Arena. Uh, but you know what Turbo's capable of? He can quite easily average 100, um, or he can get injured and you never see him again. That completely fucks you. Uh, you have a look at last season. He played 80 minutes in just about every game that he played. Uh, the lowest was like a 71-minute game against the West Tigers. Outside of that, played 80 minutes in all of them. Averaged 80. Um, scored, you know, 300, 400s, 103 in round 2, 106 in round 5. And then his last two games of the season, 165 and 126 before the origin injury. Round 1, we were remember against Canterbury Bulldogs. He was running around on one leg and managed to score 97. If he was fully fit that day, uh, he knocks up 100 potentially even 130, 140. So you know what you get with Turbo. If it is a risk that you are willing to take, go all in on it. I probably won't be doing it myself. I really I'm, – I'm, I'm touching wood as I say this – uh, but, you know, Turbo, obviously, he's got a bit of an injury history. Uh, seeing him over to America to play on a smaller turf, on, on different turf over there, that's my only sort of worry with him. So I'm happy to sit back and watch Turbo for the first few weeks. If he absolutely brains it and he's a, a guy that we absolutely have to get in, I will make that move. I will pull my team apart to get Turbo in. But at the moment, I am going to go with Kalen Ponga over Tom Trebojevic, but two equally risky guys. Number four is Reese Walsh. Fantastic season last year. Average 79, 800K. Uh, very, very talented player, Reese Walsh. Has to do a lot to score points. I don't think he's a bad play, but I just think there are better options. I think there are better options in Tommy Turbo. I think there are better options in Kalen Ponga. Um, you know, you have a look at the season that Reese Walsh just had. I don't know if it could have got much better realistically. Uh, he averaged 79. You have a look at the 12 games, which is a pretty good sample size Kalen Ponga played. He averaged 105 at fullback. Um, when you compare those two numbers, a 25-point difference on averages, uh, and you only have to pay an extra 80K, uh, Kalen Ponga is the pick there for me. Latrell Mitchell, Clint Gutherson. Gutho had a fantastic season last year. I would say overachieved, though. I think that his 79 average probably drops. I don't think it drops dramatically this year. I think it'll probably be about a 70, 75 sort of guy. Uh, but I don't think Gutho can do what he did again last season. So I think he's a little bit overpriced. Latrell Mitchell is the great juggernaut, isn't he? Another guy going over there to America in round one. Uh, 77 average last season. Uh, absolutely on fire. My feel with Latrell, uh, and this is just sort of vibe. I'm going to have a look at the stats, back it up. I feel like he starts a little bit slower and he eases into his season. So he finished with a 77 average. Have a look at his first few games last year. 73, 62, 66, 34, 67. Then against Canterbury, he exploded with 146. So it took him five games to get above his season average of 77. Um, and then he really put on some big scores. Scored 300s in a row, followed by a 96. Uh, once again, I don't think Latrell Mitchell is a bad option. I would, I'm very confident in saying KP scores more points to start early, though. That would be my suggestion there. Uh, next player on the list, Ruben Garrick. He's available at CDW. You're not going to pick him at fullback. James Tedesco. James Tedesco. Wow. 69 average last year. 700K. 
Uh, I'm starting to lean towards the argument that the days of Teddy are over. I don't think I owned him at any point last season. Oh, actually, no, that's wrong. I owned him towards the back end, and he did well for me, 125, but then unfortunately got knocked out. Uh, he scored 83 in the last round. So Teddy finished with an average of 69. I would say this about the Roosters. Uh, I'm not starting with any Roosters players to start the season. I might grab some as we go. Uh, Spencer Lino I might start with, to be fair, and Terrell May, but outside backs and all that, they just don't seem to start well. They are not good starters, the Sydney Roosters. Maybe they turn that around this year, but I think a trip to Vegas probably won't help that. Um, you have a look at Teddy's start to last season. 51, 55, 60, 22, 42, 75. Um, same as the other guys, it took Teddy five or six weeks to score a, to get a score above his season average. So for me, not going near him, I think that's also the reality of what we've been talking about, uh, that the scores at the start of the season tend to do tend to be a little bit lower, a little bit tighter. You don't get to to, to get the absolute mammoth supercoach scores to start. Uh, James Tedesco, I think as we get closer to the season, I think he'll be very low percentage. I think some people will start to take a bit of a punt on him. I won't be going near Teddy. He is a proven champion, no doubt about that, but not for me. Dylan Edwards, 705K. I think I can get better elsewhere. Nick Meany, no thank you. Chancellor Clockstard, uh, 66.8 last season. Very, very impressive. I don't think he jumps up any further. Uh, you might find Roger Tulvasashek floating around a little bit. Might hurt Chans a little bit more. I'm not too sure, but I don't think Chans improves on 66. If anything, I think he regresses just a little bit. Uh, Will Kennedy... Not a guy I'd consider either. Doesn't have the high enough scores. Ryan Pappenhausen, very interesting. 645K. Uh, finished last season with a 44 average. So he's priced at about a 63 uh, point average. Now you have a look at... Ryan Pappenhausen, obviously last year, came back from injury. Uh, eventually, it uh, was pretty tough to watch. Got to the you know back end of the season, played a few games here and there. I think he would have played the last two weeks, was it? Uh, but then he also got injured in that last game or the finals or what, what, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, coming back, looks like he'll be fit and ready to go for uh, 2024. You go back to 2022. Uh, and this is where Pappy sort of was doing his best work. He was absolutely exploding. Uh, 2022, I had him that season. Uh, he got injured in round 18. Uh, he only played 20 minutes in that game. He was already on 34, and he finished the season uh, with an average of 90. And he had a couple of games there where he played less than 80 minutes. So, um, you know, this is the sort of guy Ryan Pappenhausen is. If we get him back to his absolute best, I mean, if you take out that, that lower score where he only played 20 minutes, you're probably looking at a 91, 92-point average. In 2022, he's obviously been through injuries. He's been through quite a bit. That Melbourne Storm team—they're not as dominant as what they once were. Uh, but when he's based, when he's you know priced at a 60-point average, I'm pretty confident that Ryan Pappenhausen, if he's goal kicking, I'm pretty confident in that Melbourne side, he should be able to average at least 70. Uh, so I don't think he's a bad option. I think we'll watch him in trials, see how he goes. Uh, I thought he returned pretty well last year, watching him in Q Cup and the few games of first grade he played. So I am expecting him to come back and look pretty good. Um, I'm not quite sure if he is going to be the 90-point guy, though. But he is a guy that I think I will start at fullback as it stands. I am happy to run with uh, taking a puppy at 645k. Grab a little bit of cash there. Um, how much are you going to get there? That's probably looking at about a 63-point average from Pappy. Uh, I think you can get up into, like, the 75 sort of realm. If he's not goal-kicking, that changes things. I probably don't go Pappy then. I'll probably look elsewhere. Uh, but we know he is a guy with a very high ceiling. They play Penrith round one, uh, which will be very tough. But at 
the moment, I'm leaning towards having Pappy. Uh, Hamiso, 600K, available at CTW. I think if you were going to pick Hamiso at 600K, you're playing him at CTW. AJ Brimson, 587K, playing 5'8", potentially playing center. I'm not quite sure. He always interests me, AJ Brimson. I've always got one eye on him. I'm always kind of keen on him. He does love an injury. Uh, he's also, I, I think I actually brought him in for the last round of last year. He did okay for him. I think he scored 80, 85. Um, he's a tremendous player, but if he's going to be playing 5'8 and stuff, I just, I don't know. I'm not totally convinced on AJ Brimson there. Uh, he, I would probably look elsewhere, uh, but he is good value. If he does play his best footy, and you got to remember too, coming in under Desley Hasler. If something happens, we get to round one and he's playing fullback. Completely different story. All of a sudden, AJ Brimson at, you know, um, 600K or whatever it was, I think he is worth a shout there. 587. Uh, but if he's playing 58 or center, I probably can't do it. Jareem Buller, 583K. Fantastic season last year. I, I think he was very good to make a lot of money on last year, but not a guy I'll be looking for. Other guys on that list, Cola, he's back in the centers. No, thank you. Tyrell Sloan, fuck knows if he's even in the team. If he was, still wouldn't look at him. Uh, Avrilo, Seb Chris, all these guys at CTW. Jaden Campbell, very interesting. Jaden Campbell. Now, hearing rumors that he will play fullback. It sounds that way. A lot of people grabbing him at fullback. I'm not totally convinced. He just, for me, he can have really low games. Uh, you have a look at, for example, uh, round 10 to round 12 last year. He played fullback in those games. Uh, he went 35-36-55. Um, he scored a try in round 11 and got 36. Uh, weeks before that, he had a 98 against the Dragons, which was sensational. The week after that against the Broncos, a 29. Uh, I just, later on in the season, he played fullback again, a 47 against Cronulla. There are good scores in there. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. There are good scores in there. He has got a stack of ability, uh, but he also just has the ability to go sub 50 and 60 in games that he plays well in, which is the only reason why I don't like Jaden Campbell. Now, I pointed out at the end of last year, it'll be very interesting, Desi Hasler, uh, and you know, plenty of people have spoken about it since. He's obviously got a very good record with fullbacks. Uh, he obviously had Benny Barber, 2012, won the Daly M. Turbo, 21, won the Daly M. Uh, gets Jaden Campbell this year. It sounds like he will be the fullback. Uh, I just, with the amount of guys that are in this team and the amount of versatility they have, um, there's worries there for me. And even if he does 100% have the fullback jersey, how confident am I he's going to score really well? I just, I'm not. There's a couple of games there where he has 95s, which are very good. Uh, doesn't Didn't have 100 last year at any point when playing fullback. Um, and he had more games sub 50 than he had over 50 at fullback. So... Yeah, for me, it's just not the one. I understand people that are going for it. I understand it. Uh, there's a lot of potential there. But I'm just not convinced he's going to be a great super coach player. Happy to be proven wrong. Hopefully for all you that go him, I am proven wrong. Uh, but he's not the one for me, Jaden Campbell. Other guys on this list, Charlie Staines, Blake Taft, Tamara Martin, Tommy Chester, Xavier Savage, Will Price. So far longer. I think far longer will be an interesting guy at some point, but he is available at CTW, so won't be at fullback. A lot of people ask me about Keanu Keeney, only available at fullback. Another gun at the Gold Coast Titans, but I'll tell you what, if I'm worried about Jaden Campbell getting a spot, I'm petrified about Keanu Keeney. I'm not quite sure where he fits. There's every chance he makes it in the 14 jersey. Uh, he's not baseman price either. He's, you know, 287K, so he's priced at about a 28-point average. If he's coming off the bench, honestly, you, you could lose money in the first few weeks. Uh, I just... 
I can't do it. If something happens that we get to week one of the NRL and he's named at fullback, I will probably have him at fullback. Uh, but I can't see a world where that ends up occurring. Uh, KO Weeks, you'll have him at fullback or 5'8". Don't hate that if he is playing, uh, but I'm not totally convinced on it. Um, Kay Dykes, the other one, bit of rumor around that he could be a shot to land in that Cronulla Sharks team. A few people saying he could be the center. I'm not buying it, but if he does land there at 219K, that is an absolute gold mine. I would be all over that like a rash. Outside of that, David Armstrong from the Knights, obviously in very deep there. Uh, Isaiah Ongi, I'm a big fan of him from the Penrith Panthers, but very, very deep. Uh, a couple of guys to watch, obviously, uh, Joash Papali'i from the Canterbury Bulldogs. I wouldn't be surprised if you do see him in first grade this year. I think that he's still very raw, but I think he's ready to sort of start to get a taste of first grade. Same as Chevy Stewart. We've already mentioned him. The other one, obviously, you've got, you know, Kalen Ponga at Newcastle behind him. You've got Armstrong behind him. You've got Fletcher Sharp, uh, who is an absolute superstar, a little pappy clone. Another guy I don't think you'll see this year uh, for the Knights, realistically. I think he's just a little bit too deep. Uh, but a number of very good fullbacks at the bottom of that fullback list uh, that I think will be very relevant in a couple of years. Papali'i, Sharp, Chevy Stewart, uh, Iongi, another one that I think, Farlongo, uh, David Ardstrong, Kay Dykes. There's a lot of guys here. Keeney, uh, Torpiki. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Far longer, I think I already said him. Tommy Chester. There's a lot of guys there that I think over the next few years of Supercoach into the next decade or so we'll be talking about a lot. But for me this year, I think it is the top dogs. I think you go Pappy if he's looking good in trials and he's goal kicking. Outside of that, I think you just have to go KP. I personally think you have to have him. Uh, outside of that, it's probably up to you which direction you want to go in. Uh, I will be starting with KP. I can promise you that, barring an injury or something in the preseason. If he is playing fullback and he is goal kicking, which I believe he will, KP will be in my side for round one. So I'm going to have to free up a little bit of cash elsewhere. Uh, we're going to sort of have a look at our team and go through what it actually looks like right now uh, in the next few days. So stay tuned for that content coming your way. I'm still sort of shuffling the chairs a little bit and working out who's going to be in what spot. Uh, it's very, very tough building a team this early. We're going to have a red hole crack at it and do a little team reveal and let you know who's in our way too early side. 